This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm John McEnroe. I'm Bjorn Borg. This is Martina Navratilova. I'm Mats Wilander. I'm Stan Wawrinka. I'm Leighton Hewitt. I'm Andy Murray. And you're listening to the Tennis Podcast. Well, at 4.07 p.m., Feliciano Lopez started his singles semi-final here at the Queen's Club against Felix Auger and ASM. 6.23 p.m., he wins that singles semi-final. At 6.44 p.m., he resumes his doubles quarter-final alongside Andy Murray against Dan Evans and Ken Skubsky. 6.57 p.m., he wins that match. 7.08 p.m., he starts his doubles semi-final. Also alongside Andy Murray taking on the third seeds, Henry Continent and John Piers. And at 8.51pm, he wins that double semi-final and makes it through to the singles and doubles final. I know the story should be Andy Murray, but it's not. It's Feliciano Lopez. This is the Tennis Podcast. Myself, David Law, Matt Roberts. We are in the Putney Exchange of the Queen's Club Media Workroom. (laughs) (laughs) The air conditioning unit is whirring. Yeah. All is well. It is. It's going to be a magical finals day. I mean, we all thought the fairy tale was going to be Andy Murray, and it is. It just turns out there's a bigger fairy tale in town. Uh, As long as you can get up in the morning. I mean, could you imagine? Could you imagine trying to come wake up and be loose after that? I I don't know. In all the years I've worked in tennis, I've never seen anything quite like that before that we had today. Did I mention that he's 37? I didn't mention that he's 37. He's 37. Minor And he's sort of already started his post-retirement second career. He's an existing tournament director. This is his sideshow. Yeah. (laughs) And he's not not walking around saying he's tired or anything. He, he, He... came bounding through our office after he did his press conference in the tournament dressing he goes Stephen and, and Stephen's like how are you doing this we had genuine words came, yeah, that we I'll said to what he's having. how are you doing this man and, and he said I don't know <laughs> <laughs> he, he said but it's good and I'm going to carry on and uh, but I mean a couple of things struck me watching him today is I, he is made of granite that guy and I know that people are, over the years will talk about how he, uh, how much he likes looking in the mirror the players are often said that sort of thing about him but he is nails I mean he, out there he he was just re- prepared to 
run over hot coals to win those matches. And and the way and the way you just sort of said, I tell you what, keep your seats. I'll be back in ten minutes after the first match. And, and it he, wasn't even ten minutes. No, it was it six was, minutes. Was six we we minutes. know this because did, we were take, caught on the hot by it all. Did did someone have the shower running for him? Was somebody assigned to the job of getting the shower warm for Feliciano Lopez so he could just step into it? and step out of it like Superman in a phone booth. What happened in that first match? You two need to take this story away because I did not... Or or rather the first Feliciano Lopez match of the three (laughs) because I didn't see any really of the the Auger Aliassime match and really I'm I'm very surprised by the scoreline because didn't Auger Aliassime win the first set? He did. He did and he hadn't lost serve in the whole tournament going into the match, didn't lose serve in the first set and was the better player to be honest but... A little bit like in that Miami semi-final that Ojalia Seem had, his ball toss started going all over the place. And it's, it's almost his tell, I think, that he's a little bit nervous. And he didn't quite just push on in that second set. And once Lopez got it, you thought, well, he's got all the experience. He's the one who knows how to close matches. And he just rode that wave that he seems to be on at the moment and there was there was no stopping him yeah it's just such a it's such a sort of lesson in numbers and statistics and um logic almost being irrelevant at times Mm. in sport because he's just riding something that's almost sort of ethereal really Feliciano Lopez no, you know you know when you do your stupid pole vaults on Twitter and you say <laughs> head not heart as if look on yours as if only what your head says is relevant which you know look I'm the biggest proponent of, of logic probably in this room but um, but you're saying I'm illogical <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying you like a pole vault and nothing about that seems logical to me. But anyway, I, I digress. It's, it's just a tremendous advert for everything that's great about sport, which is that it's not about the numbers and the stats and, you know, the win predictor. Whatever that is. <laughs> yeah, because the win predictor wasn't saying that Feliciano Lopez would be in the singles and doubles final at the start of this week. What, what makes it extra special? Not that special. there was a win predictor, but you know what I mean. Yeah, what makes it extra special, I think, is the fact that he does it as a servant volleyer and he just keeps marauding in towards the net and he never doubts it. And, well, I, and, and how much he loves this place. Mm. Like, he's won three singles matches all year, right? And he's, Is that right? Yeah, and, yeah. He's, and he's turned up here. But he's not been getting into... Draws because his rankings drop so much, and he's turned up here, and it's just—it's like 2017 again. It's just brought out the best tennis about him, and it's this grass court tennis that we don't see from other players. And I think Felix Auger Aliassime was completely bamboozled by that. Yeah, it was people don't do that. He was it, like yeah. a newborn chick going, "What? What is this sport that this human being is playing? And I have never seen this before." And throw in the lefty angles. I mean, he's played a few lefties. I looked this year, but Nadal completely different to Lopez. Chapovalov, his mate, doesn't really count. Albert Ramos Vinolas completely different to Lopez. It's just a completely yeah. different look that Lopez was giving him. And okay, he got he won the first set, so you kind of think, well, maybe he did adapt it but the longer it went on sort of the more time he had to think about it and the more it got in his head I think 
it was the first time this week and possibly this year although uh, this week is the the closest I've watched him all year possibly but that run in Miami but the first time this week that I'd seen him look like a teenager Mm. it was still only flickers of it still not anything like what you might expect from somebody of his inexperience but there was the odd moment where you know the shoulders shrugged and he looked he He did a sort of gesture he was flustered by the fact that it wasn't working Mm. and it wasn't working on big points I think yesterday didn't he save something like seven out of seven break points against Sitsipas and today he couldn't take any of about nine break points he had against Lopez yeah well I mean if if Felix Auger and Asim is the toughest opponent that Sitsipas has ever faced, what is Feliciano Lopez? Has Sitsipas ever played Feliciano Lopez? <laughs> I don't know. I uh, might have to look that up. Um, I mean, if he's any... Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. When I, when I look at Lopez on the court, court side, when he's playing like that, and he, he was dressed all in white, I mean, perfect Wimbledon white. It was like, I'll tell you what, forget the normal clothes, I'll just pack my Wimbledon clothes and wear those at Queen's as well. And... He's got the white headband and he's got the slightly wet hair slicked back and it's all down his back and and the, and the perfectly tailored outfit m- t- turning his sort of shoulders and waist into this sort of triangle. I've n- I mean, how do you look like that when you're 37? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, but I, I was looking at him and thinking, he looks like somebody out of one of those fantasy movies, you know, like, I don't know whether it be Lord of the Rings or something. He doesn't look like a human. I don't know how, sure how closely you've watched Lord of the Rings, David. <laughs> that, but that's the wrong one. You know what I mean. Uh, you thinking they're all a bit more swarthy? Are they in Lord of the Rings? I would say. Is he too clean shaven for that? Too clean shaven. Mm. Right. Your Aragorns, etc. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Have a have a swarthy vibe about them. Yes. I see what you mean, though. In spirit, yes, absolutely. Because. Mm. But for the clean shavenness, it was swashbuckling, yes, wasn't it? That's exactly what it was. He he he'll play these rallies against this incredibly talented baseliner of eighteen years of age, who can, who just bounds around the court and makes covering ground look like nothing. Mm. And yet Lopez is still like, I don't care, mate. I'm coming in. <laughs> <laughs> so Lopez wins that one in three sets, and then <laughs> and then says. Oh, I'd like I'd like just a little break, ten minutes. Well, the conversations going on backstage were, were, were comical. I told you last night how he, he told our tournament director Stephen Farrow that I'm happy to just go straight back out onto the court if I if if I win because I know you want to try and keep it on the telly. We didn't, uh, but anyway. <laughs> uh, we, hey, yes, uh, you did. All right. BBC telly. Uh, we tried, but we we failed. It went on the red button, and, and it Toy was all. Story Two is a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was good, yeah. Um, and obviously Catherine and uh, Amazon Prime Video were with us till the end, and it was fantastic. Um, but, uh, yeah, he, he, we went down there, and we said, they said to Feliciano, are you sure you, you've just played two hours, how many hours was it? Two hours something? Uh, in, that, in that match against uh, an 18-year-old, are you sure you're happy to come straight back out? And he said, yeah, 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 no problem. I'll just go up, get a shower, and I'll come back. And um, and he did that twice. He did that once, and then the second one, he didn't even leave the court. No. He, he just, just had a chit chat with Andy Murray, didn't he? And Amazing. off they went. And don't they say that the most dangerous doubles player is the singles player that's already played that day because they've got their eye in on return, and 
they're seeing the ball big. People say that, don't they? And low. <laughs> and, and Catherine and I are looking at each other like they say this, do they? Because we've never heard of it, and it makes total sense. Okay, well then I say it, and it was true because Lopez. I mean, as great as Andy Murray was, Lopez was oh, he's the best guy on the, the court. best guy on the court. Yeah. He was just in the zone for both matches. His returns. I thought at the start of the week, I thought that it was a questionable decision to put Lopez on the due size. He was hitting backhands as a lefty. But it's been an absolute revelation. His single-handed backhand topspin in doubles. Whereas in singles, he's just slicing yeah. it all the time. Or hitting the backhand. The sort of stadium outskirts. <laughs> yes. Just sub, sub note to that is that he confirmed, Andy Murray did today, um, impress that he'll be playing on the juice court correct with Pierre Hugebert yes okay. that's right he did say and that and who knows what court he'll be playing in with uh, mixed doubles partner TBA mixed doubles partner TBA yeah I, I got the sense that you know he might be um, thinking about somebody and he he kind of yeah. wants to tell us who <laughs> yeah. he is but you know he's I, I've apologies to anybody uh, that was watching this on Prime Video earlier because I'm going to recycle a line that I used on air that I'm just really proud of. <laughs> Go on, <then>. So <laughs> He's sort of taking part in a tennis version of The Bachelor, isn't he? <laughs> going round. Just having women pitch <laughs> to be his. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, right. Well, do you know how the Feliciano Lopez combination came about? Do you know whose idea that was? Was it yours? Was it yours? It wasn't actually. It was Stephen Farrett's. Oh, because I heard all the conversations going on, and there were various people that couldn't do it. And uh, Stephen just goes, "What about Feliciano Lopez?" <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and the next thing, the next thing we know, they're winning the title. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, wow. there we are. And well. And Murray next week's playing with Mello in Eastbourne, and they've got Cabal and Farah again yeah. in the first round. And Lopez has drawn Pierre Ruguerbert in the, the singles. singles first round. Cabal and Farah sounds like a clothing line, doesn't it? Yes. <laughs> um, right. So, so <laughs> they're yesterday's news, David. You needed that line two days ago. Only just occurred to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Have you got a line about? Evans and Skubsky or Continent Piers or Salisbury Ram Salisbury is an interesting player isn't he because I, I honestly didn't really know who he was and I mean obviously I've known all of his results and I've seen his results but I, I kind of like haven't clapped eyes on him in person before this week I don't think I mean I, I've seen matches on telly but you know sometimes you can't necessarily know what somebody looks like that close up no I'm I said the words, who's that bloke with Rajiv Ram? <laughs> Earlier this week. I was, I was said no one ever. Yeah, I, was, I, know, I know Rajiv Ram. I'm all over, yeah. I'm all over that. The only time I saw him room. on the telly previously was the, in Dubai when Ram and Salisbury won the title. And they do the ceremony there with the singles and doubles yeah. finalists together. So they, he went on with Federer and Sitsipas after the final. And he literally looks like, he looked like the sort of bloke who'd won the award to be on court with <laughs> Federer and Sitsipas. He was completely sort of starstruck by it all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was, uh, 
I, I think the only match I, I say I watched him on TV, I'm fairly sure I watched him on closed circuit TV because oh. it, it wasn't, you know, like a, I, was, I think it was one of those. You've been stalking Joe Salisbury. <laughs> it's one of those US Open matches where he's on court 18, and you know, when you're in the media center and mm. they've just got this single stationary can- off camera. camera that is on that is attached to a light, <laughs> you know, like a, a, a great big street light or something. So, <laughs> I didn't know too much about re- uh, how he looks. The reason we're talking about them, folks, is that they're in the doubles final, having beaten the Bryan brothers, the four-seeded Bryan brothers, in two tie-break sets. It's a heck of a result, isn't it? Yeah, I, didn't, I, I have to say I didn't see anything of it. It was but, on, on the other court, and you were obviously... Yeah, purely presented. on paper. That's brilliant. It's a great result. It's an amazing win, and it's and it's... It means that the final will only be 25% metal hip rather than 50% had uh, I'd have loved Bob Bryan and metal Andy hip. Murray got Sorry. there. Um, yeah. What if I told you that Joe Salisbury's from Putney? Is he really? Yeah. Catherine's favourite player? <laughs> He's Mike Kazmova. <laughs> Is he up and coming? Who's Mike Kazmova? Have I got one? Dan Evans. Yeah. All right. Uh, Dan... So, um, Joe Salisbury and uh, Rajiv Ram against Andy Murray and Feliciano Lopez in the doubles tomorrow. East Putney or Putney Putney? Oh, well, how do I know? <laughs> it's all the same, isn't it? Right. Brisk walk and you're across him, it. I've never seen him in the exchange. No. But, well, frankly, you wouldn't have known if you had anyway. You've probably been shopping next to him for the last four years. I'll try years. and get his exact address. <laughs> okay, now we're going a bit <laughs> far. <laughs> David's the one that's been watching him on CCTV. <laughs> Right. Uh, <laughs> oh God! What else is um, uh, is going to happen over the next twenty four hours? Who's going to hold on a minute? Luciano Lopez gets some sleep. We should probably mention the other two two blokes who played the other semi final. Uh, Gilles Simon against um, Daniel Medvedev. Daniel Medvedev. For me, I mean that's a massive upset for me that Simon won that. I've been so hugely impressed mm. with Medvedev this week. He's just looked. Uh, I mean, just so established and so sort of comfortable Mm. and like he has all the answers and he didn't like being in a war of attrition today one bit and Simon just just wears you down doesn't he so stubborn he's stubborn stubborn on court he's stubborn (laughs) off the court as well because Medvedev had said before the tournament well no actually before this match he said I I like grass because you get short rallies and then he found himself. Oh, and, and then he found himself on a grass slash clay court because they were playing. Four, there was a forty-three shot rally in the tiebreak and a forty-nine shot rally, I think, in the second set. Greg Rosetsky says he's never seen that on grass before. A forty-nine shot rally. He is prone to hyperbole, <laughs> so it's, it's unconfirmed. But I mean, the point still stands. He's watched a lot of grass court tennis, and he mm. was literally jumping out of his seat and it, about and it, that and it's also a it also really sh- shows how pure and how amazing the grass courts are here that you can ha- even have a 49 shot rally on it because there's no there were no dodgy bounces or anything like that the ball it was playing true so true and it felt like on day six yeah as well. it felt like yeah clay or, or more, more so maybe hard court just this slick surface and it was like watching the same point on repeat the whole match I mean every time I looked up at the screen they seem to be just sort of trading ground strokes and is that a tough watch yes for you? it is any any sort of match that 
is not a contrast of styles I find difficult yeah. like Raonic Lopez yesterday I didn't particularly enjoy but mm. Lopez Felix Auger seems today was great I just think you need that contrast yeah it was like it was like 2002 Wimbledon mm. when we ended up with Hewitt and Albandian in the final and for sort mm, of 20 similar. years everyone had been saying oh this serve and volley you know serve dominated tennis this is a bit boring why don't they slow the courts and the balls down a bit and see what happens see if we get oh, a few rallies in there <laughs> and then a load of rallies happened <laughs> in the final everyone went Oh, no, this was a terrible mistake. <laughs> it's a bit like when it's too hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's too hot tomorrow. Oh, I'm not even, it's not even tomorrow yet. It's already too hot. Why won't it rain? Yeah, it was a bit... I mean, the, I thought the crowd... Were, it was a weird response from the crowd. They were kind of mesmerised by it. They were like, what is this that we're watching? We bought, <laughs> we bought tickets for the Queen's semi-finals. What... Is this peculiarity I, I, I think before the other thing, us? I think the other thing is, I mean, and actually they were into it at the end. There, there was a real, really rapturous receptions for some of these rallies because the, they are breathtaking just that you're able to do what they're, they're mm. doing. I think the slight difficulty is f- for the crowd there is thinking, right, who do I pull for here and why? Towards the end, I think they started to think, oh, Simon's, you know, he's for a start, he'd launched this great comeback. You know, he's come back in the match. And he's, and he's older, you know, there's a sort of sympathy there, I think. And it was his fourth marathon of the week, two hours 29, two hours four, three hours 20, which was the longest singles match since yeah. sort of that data began being collected. At 91. Place. slightly concerned that neither of them will be able to walk tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Not sure what your final will be like, folks. <laughs> May, uh, but, but, it, but, at least, but at least they're both in a similar boat. I think yeah. that they can, they've got another one in them, both of them. I, yeah. think, I think it's going to be a cracking final. Well, Lopez needs another two. <laughs> <laughs> hey, stat of the day. One and a half, actually. Yeah. Courtesy, obviously, of Matt, is that by close of play tomorrow, Feliciano Lopez will have played in all five of the last matches on centre court. <laughs> It's bonkers. <laughs> I mean, I'm not even going to check if that's happened again. It's it never, happened before, ever it hasn't. happened. The last time someone won the singles and doubles double was Mark Philippoussis in 97. He um, won the singles, he beat Goran Ivanovic in the final, very famous final, because the ball girl thing happened. Goran was felt so impotent in the face of Philippoussis' serves that he handed the, his racket over to a ball girl to have a go. He Amy, said, you can't do any worse than me. Amy Kavanagh, who we there brought we back here two years ago, 20 years on. Mm. And then he won the doubles final alongside Pat Rafter. And Mark Philippoussis is here this year. There's something maybe poetic about it. Maybe. I mean, it is, it, it is unbelievable. If you told us at the beginning of the week, Andy Murray's going to reach the doubles final and he's not going to be the most heartwarming story <laughs> I'd have just thrown something at you like it, it's it's really special it's really really special I think what's what's going to happen here tomorrow mm. um, and I feel I feel a little bit sorry for, for Gilles Simon Joe Salisbury and Rajiv Ram because they're just I mean they're they're the villains in the piece aren't well, they I mean, instantly I mean I, I I what, watching John Pierce and Henry Continent out there today. I mean, 
Yeah, they're, I mean, they're just normal blokes that were being aided on. Um, yeah, I mean, you're, just, the, you're just, I mean, you're just a party pooper, aren't you? The, the good news is Jill Simon couldn't give a toss about it. Well, yeah, I mean, I was... He I loves didn't necessarily the lump all three of them in the same category of sympathy. No, I mean, look, he, he just doesn't mind. He thinks he's... He, he actually told me the other day that... He says, look, you know, I'm on the outside courts everywhere I go. I mean, you know, I, I, know, I know that nobody really... Yeah, because you, you so endear yourself to <laughs> everyone, everywhere you go. And he's also here on his own, right? Because he said that... He, he said he was really depressed after the French Open. Really? And he decided... I don't... I'm not quite sure why. Like, I feel like maybe he had too high expectations of himself at the French Open. I mean, we would have told him that he wouldn't have done very well at the French <laughs> Open. Um, but, so he said, he's sort of travelling in this, in this grass court season kind of on his own, so that he just feels like he needs to be in his own company at the moment because mm. he's not in a position to be alongside other people because he's, he was felt so down after the French Open. Oh. I didn't know he'd had such a bad time. Well, he's this is so- why it's key to have low expectations of yourself. <laughs> yeah, well, I've, I've lived off it for a lifetime. <laughs> it's done me good. Matt Roberts says, be more realistic. Yeah. Get down on yourself and you'll be just fine then because you won't be disappointed. All right? Well. <laughs> so who... You, I mean, you, you physically can't hit on your own. So who, who's he, well, who's I mean, he hitting with? There's quite a good wall out there. <laughs> the wall. Imagine that. Imagine if you went to the practice court and he said, Could you just bring me a wall? Please? <laughs> he wins Queens having hit against the wall all week. Yeah. No, I mean, he's had, pra- he's, he's had hitting partners. And well, he is partners. the wall. I mean, yeah. what a player he is to be able to play. The- hey, I think mentally hey. to play the way he plays. He hit a David Law serve today. That big. Bounced in his own service <laughs> box. Takes go up. And still won. Yeah, that's right. See? be me the anti-david law (laughs) many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey they can prescribe fda-approved weight loss medications like wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, Tennis Podcast listeners. David here. Now, you might know that I love a bit of cooking, and I think I'm quite good at it. But if I'm honest, even I get fed up trying to work out what to do every night. That's where Home Chef comes in. Being able to put together a delicious meal without the long prep and the cook times, well, that's pretty cool. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. They have over 30 options a week and serve a variety of dietary needs so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. Not only is it convenient, but it's economical too. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. 
Now, for a limited time, Home Chef is offering tennis podcast listeners 18 free meals plus free dessert for life and, of course, free shipping on your very first box. Go to homechef.com slash tennis. That's homechef.com slash tennis for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. You heard it right. So who's going to win this final? Lopez. I can't do head over heart. Maybe head says Lopez as well. I don't know. I mean, head is heart he, he, in this situation, he, isn't it? Because What's the head to head? Head to head's 5-2 Lopez, and they've played four times on grass, and Lopez has won them all. Really? Mm. Ooh. It's a very... That was off the top of his head, folks. It's a very... No, no there are no pieces of paper in the vicinity. <laughs> he just took that off the top of his head. It's, so It's a dominant Where are these? Where were these four matches? Uh, I think twice in Stuttgart, once at Wimbledon, once at the final of Eastbourne, 20... Mm-hmm. 13. We're looking at oh him my as God, a, he's uh, done years and rounds. We're looking at, <laughs> we're looking at, <laughs> at him as though some, wrong. some sort of oracle. But I mean, he's, he's just looked up the head to head, Catherine, about 10 minutes ago, probably. And, and retained it yeah. after a sort of 17 hour day. All right, then I'm going Lopez. We're, yeah, look, it, we're all going Lopez, aren't we? We're going Lopez for the double because it's, Lopez it's double. irresistible. Yeah. It's, it's complete. I mean, it's. Has to I, 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 I'm bowled over by the. By the story of this week, it's completely swept me up. One and over. like, if you haven't been swept up by it, then go and watch Toy Story Two. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening in Halle today? Roger Federer beat Pierre Huguerbert, which was a match which started ninety minutes after Medvedev Simon. And we said, what are the chances that Federer finishes first? Because Medvedev and Simon were in the middle of their 20th 30 shot rally and Federer got it down first it was convincing wasn't it 3-3 three and three over Pierre Rigobert but still I think is that Pierre Rigobert's first singles tour level semi-final or well, certainly at a, an ATP 500 mm. I think that was that's his biggest ever singles result reaching an ATP 500 semi-final and Davy Goffin beat Matteo Berrettini who is one of this grass court season's biggest revelations, I think, Matteo Berrettini. Well, Wimbledon put up a tweet about 10 days ago sort of saying, grass court contenders, Matteo Berrettini, which I sort mm. of laughed out loud at, at the time. <laughs> but Contend- do, turn- they, do they mean the mix? It turned out to be... Matt with the shade. <laughs> it turned out to be this amazing prediction because he's just tall on his way through everyone. I think he'd lost... <laughs> I think not through lost, David Goffin. Not through David Goffin, but I think he'd lost one service game in like eight matches or something prior to today. We should invite Wimbledon to, to, into the predictions competition. But then they might win. <laughs> oh yeah, bad idea. Go in, on. in Birmingham, Ash Barty is on to clinch the world number one spot tomorrow. She will face Yulia Gerges Does in the final. she need to win the final? Mm. She needs to win tomorrow and she will clinch world number one. She beat Barbora Stritzford today 4-4. Four and four. Gerges beat Petra Martic 4-4 four and four, and I'll oh no sorry I've read that wrong <laughs> she is not in the doubles final Ash Barty and Yulia Gerges walk over they, they, they were a team and they pulled out of the doubles yeah oh, Having, no. they're playing each other in the singles final mm. and they've pulled out of the doubles tell you I what go and have a word with Feliciana Lopez yeah <laughs> yeah faint of heart and uh, Gordon Reed and Alfie Hewitt have got that in the wheelchair event at Queen's tomorrow. They're playing each other in the singles yeah. and then they're teaming up for the doubles final. 
very nice moment, incidentally, just after the the third match uh, that Feliciano Lopez had played, and, and Andy Murray did did his interview on court and then stayed on court to help Blake Hutchins, um, the son of the late Paul Hutchins, present the Paul Hutchins Trophy to the American team who'd won this incredible encounter 6-5 against Britain. Um, two teams of four young juniors who were all just absolutely wide-eyed at being on the centre court and meeting Andy Murray. You could see the look in their face when they shook hands with Murray. and uh, It was really nice uh, of Murray to, Murray to stay on the court and, and mark that occasion. In Mallorca, Belinda Bencic defeated Angelique Kerber 6-4 in the third. Big win. Big, I mean big match but that was a good match yeah. and Kurt, didn't Kurt, did Kerber win the first set quite easily did yeah they? 6-2 yeah so that's a, I mean Benchich has impressed me so much all year I feel like she is yeah, her, I, I, I feel like a bit really big result is around the corner for Benchich yeah her, her loss at the French Open I, I'm, was it to Sviatek no some I can't remember. one of the youngsters Sebastian lost she did oh she well did. call off the Mallorca Open yeah <laughs> There's just no point. So she lost 6-2 in the third. This is because we're talking about this because the Vastava has reached the final all of the last three years. So it's Kenin against Bencic in the final. Who's winning that? I'll okay. go, go Bencic. Yeah, but me too. Kenin, another, another one having a great year. Federer against Goffan in Halle is the we, final. We've, we've covered that. Yeah. What are you going for then? Federer has reached 15 Haller semi-finals in a row. It's quite a good record, I, d- I don't know what to do with that statistic. It's, it's absurd. It makes a mockery of everything. Yes. Um, okay, so we've got Federer winning Haller and Lopez winning here, so that's two 37-year-olds winning. Wow. Again, not verified, but that's never happened before, has it, on the same day? Uh, as you say, not been verified. <laughs> <laughs> Unverified statistics on the tennis podcast. That's what we deal in. We've been brought to you <laughs> in association with The Telegraph. We're executive produced by TennisBalls.com. We love Rio with a Y. He's an excellent dog. There have not been nearly enough dogs in my week here at Queen's. I don't know where all the sniffer dogs have been. But have um, you not seen them? I saw one briefly. Lucas and Flo. I've met I've met Lucas. I don't think Lucas's owner particularly enjoyed my my slightly over enthusiastic <laughs> presence <laughs> around his dog. Flo though, I'm very eager to meet Flo. One day left for me to meet Flo. That's the big story tomorrow, uh, finals day at the Fever Tree Championships. Lopez going for the singles and doubles double. Lopez. Oh my, we'll be back tomorrow. (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.